Hello everybody, welcome back to Rick's Stuff and Things. And today we shoot the shit about the shit. And that's pretty much it. We're just gonna talk about anything. So if you want to listen, listen on. If you don't, well, don't. It's up to you. Trump is gone, and we got a new president. The Biden, the bidoun, as we say in French, the bidoun. So Trump is gone, and uh, life is pretty much still the same, right? Uh, COVID's still here, uh, still shit in the world, and still good in the world. So uh, Trump might have stirred the pot, but uh, maybe the pot was already there and just needed it a little extra stirring. I'm just saying. I'm not pro-Trump or against Trump. I don't fucking know the guy. So if I go on one website, uh, they'll say bad shit about him. If I go to one other website, they'll say good shit about him. And if I go on a news website, they'll say good shit. And another news website will say bad shit. And then they wonder, why the fuck is everybody confused? Why the fuck? You know, the media out there, everybody is just splurring shit about everything and everyone it seems like sometimes you don't know who to trust and i guess in the end all you got to do is trust yourself and you also have to ask yourself do i really give a fuck i mean does trump do any shit to me and if he doesn't you know let him fucking be and if he starts stirring the shit and starts stirring too much crap That's when you fight on, I guess. But uh, for now, he's gone. And everything seems pretty much the same. I mean, other than Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel or any other fucking Jimmy, uh, they're barely talking about Trump now. So it almost feels like sometimes they don't know what to to say anymore, almost. But uh, I still watch their shows, so I'm still entertained, even though they don't talk about Trump too much. I find Jimmy Kimmel was very, like... Very attack Trumpish. Every time you'd see his uh, his open opening monologue, it'd be just like Trump bash, Trump bash, Trump bash, Trump bash. Jimmy Fallon was a little less. It was still there, but a little less. Like I said, I'm not a Trump supporter or anything, but you know, I was just a little bit tired of hearing about Trump all the time. Anyways, so Biden's in town, so that's cool. We got a hopefully like a Clint Eastwood type uh, president. From the old westerns, that'd be pretty cool, you know. Like, what'd you say, man? <laughs> and he shoots you down. I'm gonna come and get you the Biden way. So, uh, I don't know, we'll see what he does. Uh, but I have a feeling he might just end up being chillax and being like an old grandpa. That's what I'm thinking. I could be wrong, but we'll see. But anyways, Trump is gone, Biden's in. Let's see what happens next. did not love the series The Queen's Gambit. It was fucking good and entertaining for a chess movie, I have to say. It made me want to go look for other chess movies, and I couldn't find any. Well, searching for Bobby Fischer, but eh, didn't didn't feel it. But uh, yeah, that series is just great. And you know what sucks sometimes about watching a great series like that? 
is that you try searching for other series that will get you into it as much as the Queen's Gambit did and um, having a hard time but that's okay so what I decided to do instead was I actually got the book of Queen's Gambit and I read the book and I was so shocked at how the series was followed the book so precisely I was really amazed I mean there's minor differences just a little but if you read the book you're almost like watching the whole net the whole Netflix series it's it's incredible like I said, it's very rare, you know, I like to read books, I like to watch movies, I like to watch series, and sometimes if a movie or series is very good, and it's based on a book, I'll, I'll just buy the book and read it and see what the differences are. And this is, like I said, one of the first books that, uh, and the series combined, they're, they're the same thing. Like I said, minor differences, but the same thing. So I highly recommend, if you haven't seen the series, to watch it and if you haven't read the book read the book maybe what's best is you read the book first and then you watch the series and you compare and see oh shit that guy from Rick Stuffin things was right these things the book and the series are identical I'm just saying take a gander yeah I'm using the word gander I like gander it's a nice word you should use it too gander Sex and the City is coming back! Without that one girl. So some of the sex is coming back in the city. Maybe it's like MILF, MILF in the city. That's what they should call it. Because they're all like MILFs now, I guess. But yeah, so Sex and the City is coming back. But I think from what I heard, one of them is not coming back. I, I don't know their names. I, I, I suck at names. I've always been horrible in names, so... I'll say the one who got the cancer in the episode, she's not coming back. The rich one who dated the young guy, she's not coming back. I'm just curious if they're going to totally like pretend she never existed, not talk about her, or kill her off. I could see them killing her off. I could see that. They'll be like, oh, her cancer came back and she passed, unfortunately. I can see that. But they might leave the door open and maybe not. They'll just say she's too busy. And this will be HBO. Watch this. Watch it. I'm telling you. are hearing it from me. You'll see. When HBO comes back, this is all white cast. So watch them integrate. You know what I'm saying. They'll integrate a black person or a Muslim or an Asian. Anybody but a white person. Watch. You'll see. Because they need people to watch. So they want to make it public. They'll be like, it's time. After 15 years of Sex in the City, it's time that we finally add a non-white person so that more people could associate with the show. No fucking bullshit, HBO. You just want more money. You want to put another person so you can get more money. Stop the lies. Everybody stop the fucking lies. You know? Don't fucking tell me Sorry, I'm just I'm just rambling on here. It's just like it's it's all about the it, we're still talking about sex in the city. But I'm just saying, it's like that's the fucking trend, and the trend is I I'm completely for it. I'm okay with it. I have no fucking problems with it. But my thing is is one all these fucking corporations 
And I'm talking about anything. Clothing, uh, HBO, whatever. TV. They start adding all the culture in the world. And it's not because they fucking care. They don't. Don't fucking make it an illusion. They don't fucking care. It's about the motherfucking money. And that's it and that's all. You can make yourself believe. Like, oh, they care. Oh, look at them. They care they added a black person. Oh, look, they care they added a nice little Asian guy. No. They don't give a fuck. It's all about the money. That's what it is. It's all about the fucking money. Don't get yourself illusions. Don't make believe that they care. They don't. It's about the money. And so that's why they want to make this new Sex in the City. And trust me, they're going to add a whole bunch of characters. And everybody's going to be happy. to be like, oh shit, man. Look. Oh. Oh, look. I'm going to watch it now. Yeah. That, people. And people are going to be dumb. People are going to be stupid. People are going to be like, oh, look. There's, there's uh, Aquafina's in it. That Asian chick. Oh, look. She's in it. I'm going to start watching Sex in the City now. All the Asian culture that could come in. Let's watch Sex in the City. No. It's not going to happen. Hopefully, you're not going to fall for that trap. Come on, man. These companies are all fucking making money. That's what it's all about. They don't give a fuck. I'll still watch it, though. I'll still watch Sex in the City. Because it's enjoyable. And hopefully there's sex in it. But... I don't make the illusion that they care. These companies care. They don't. It's all about fucking money. And if you don't see it, then you know what you are. COVID conspiracy time! Not I... I'm not one of those uh, conspiracy theory guys or believe in them or anything like that, but I just like to think about them sometimes and just like, what if this? What if that? What if this? What if? You know, almost like a Marvel's what if. But anyways, so here's my what if. What if COVID was created by man, like a lot of people believe, to get rid of all fat people? Yes, fat people and old people. Yeah, so, because COVID threatens all the fat people out there, and the old people, and so killing them, leaving only thin people in the world, and everybody's in on it, because, don't you find it weird that as COVID comes out, all of a sudden, fat acceptance is being more accepted now, like it's okay to be fat, Fat is going on magazines, or wait, it's true, I can't say the word fat. Obese, oh, I can't use the word obese. Fuck that shit, I'm saying it anyways. So you fat, and so everybody is accepting of it at the same time as COVID appears. Of course, because if if you started hating fat people, and the whole world hates fat people, and then COVID arrives, and COVID's killing fat people, so everybody's all like, aha, you see, COVID kills fat people. People hate fat people. So this is what's happening and COVID is killing fat people. But no, instead what they did is they come out with this COVID that kills fat people and start loving fat people at the same time. 
oh my God, that sounds like a conspiracy to me. COVID was created by skinny people to kill the fat people. So I will end this podcast with a motivation. It's from a book I've been reading called How to Be Mindful by Anna Barnes. I picked this up at a uh, local bookstore. They were on special for like seven bucks. And I just read a page every day, you know, to get motivation going. So I'll read you a little motivation from her book. Once again, it's called How to Be Mindful by Anna Barnes. Take a power shower. Transform your shower or bath by bringing your full attention to the experience. Feel the warm water against your skin and listen to the sound it makes. Savor the scent of the soap and shampoo and be aware of the variety of textures beneath your hands. Imagine that you are washing yourself clean of any negativity. So take that motivation, people. Hopefully that helps out. I'll read you one more. Arrive mindfully. Whenever you arrive somewhere, give yourself a moment to check in. Become aware of how your body is feeling, especially any aches and tensions. Take note of what emotions you are carrying. Acknowledge all of this, taking no more than a minute and you'll be centered and present, ready to move on. So these are some quotes that you can find in the book, How to Be Mindful by Anne Barnes, that I quite enjoy reading a page once a day to give me motivation. So that is all for today's podcast of Rick's stuff and things and I will be seeing you in the next